Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity, help for handling hijackles, those difficult, toxic, and often disturbing people in your life. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, the Relationship Help Doctor, and I'm here for you. You'll get the insight, skills, strategies, and support to stop tolerating verbal and emotional abuse, whether it's happening now or it happened to you in the past, maybe by a parent, partner, ex, relative, or even a co-worker. Time to take life back, to recover and to rediscover you, your values, dreams, desires, and realize them in healthy ways in healthy relationships. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to a Save Your Sanity podcast. You know, the reason I do this show is because I have walked through this. I was raised in a lair of hijackles. My mother became one after electroshock therapy. My father came from a family of 10, and every single one of them, including his parents, were hijackles, those difficult, toxic people that we're all familiar with here. So I really know what you're going through, what you've gone through, what you may still have to walk through. And I want to be there with you and for you because I know the journey. And it can be quite isolating and lonely. So I'm so glad you're here. And when I say each time that I'm so glad you're here, I really mean it. Because you are finding your way. You are working toward a solution. You want to feel better. You want to honor yourself. And I'm all for that. So let me know if I can help you in any way. You know, you can wander over to fourrelationshiphelp.com. Lots of things there for you. In fact, you can even have a clarity conversation with me uh, free of charge. You'll see that there under work with Dr. Shaler. And today I want to talk to you about something that is really key because I have had clients who haven't really realized that the person they were with was more than difficult. They were actually dangerous. So I want to talk about that so you can see it so you won't miss it. You know, you you can't turn around these days without hearing about violence perpetrated in so many ways in the world. Shootings, wars, subway pushers, rape, beatings. Oh, and though it's happening right here where you are, maybe not in obvious ways, but it could be that you're so close to someone that you cannot see the danger. Look around in your own life. Is there a partner or a family member, a child or a coworker who seems to be difficult and toxic most of the time? So you have to know how to tell the difference between difficult and dangerous. And you need to know the point when difficult turns to dangerous because it's often not apparent, especially when you're close to someone. A dangerous person is a threat to your well-being and health in all ways. You know that. So whether they're dangerous to society is something only a psychologist or therapist like myself can determine on an individual basis. But all you need to know is whether or not they are dangerous to you. For your emotional, mental, and physical safety, ask yourself these questions. Is it possible that you're in denial about someone's potential for violence because you don't know what to do about it? 
Have you tried to talk to a person close to you about startling or inappropriate ways they react to life and treat people, and it fell on deaf ears? If you did try to talk to them, were you met with anger, defenses, excuses, and rationales? Did they immediately point the finger back at you rather than accept the invitation to look at themselves? Do you feel you have to be nice to someone who scares you just to keep the peace and not to be victimized by them? Are you in an abusive relationship and you need help to stand up, speak up, and do something to keep yourself and your children safe? So if any of these things are present in your relationship, it's time to take action. No, it's not time to start blaming or getting angry or criticizing or lecturing or threatening to leave them. That doesn't work. You know that. Okay, yes, threatening to leave them does seem to straighten them out for a few moments. But be honest, there's no real change over time. Many people who behave these ways, they're not driven by logic. Those are the very difficult ones, the ones crossing that border I'm talking about today, that border between difficult and dangerous, and you have to notice. So if they're not driven by logic, that's a game changer, isn't it? If they're not driven by logic and your attempt to reason with them is all you've got, you're not going to get very far. Repeated attempts at reasoning just make you frustrated and furious. You're wasting your time and your energy and your goodwill. In fact, these folks are so resistant to your logical approach that they may even behave in more entrenched, frustrating and violent ways just to prove to you that you have no power over them. So you need insights and skills if this is sounding at all familiar. Here is where we all have to become more realistic. We've got to give our heads a shake and wake up and smell the herbal tea. If you see patterns of behavior that are ones that are intended to dominate, control, or alienate you or others, these are signs of potential trouble. And that trouble will seldom be the huge, violently overt acts of a killing spree. It's more likely to be repeated acts to show other people how little they care about them. In so many cases, these behaviors that push people away, they're they're based on a deep belief that they themselves are unlovable. So they're saying in their head, I'll show you, you won't ignore me. And that can be their motivation for verbal or physical violence. It's a search for significance gone terribly wrong. So if someone you live, love, or work with is habitually difficult, defensive, or destructive, take note. That's what I want you to really recognize today. They likely won't grow out of it, nor will they likely change unless they're open to positive, immediate, and effective help, and maybe not even then. So you've probably tried that, so you know it's not going to work. And you know you have to do things differently. Why? I'm going to give you six reasons why you have to do things differently. Once you recognize that the person that you're thinking of may be more than difficult, they may be dangerous. And that danger may be physical, it may be sexual, it may be emotional, it may be verbal, it may be spiritual, it may be a combination of all those things, but they're dangerous to you. So here are six whys that you have to do things differently. One, 
you have to do things differently because these folks think everyone is a potential danger to them emotionally and recognize that their pain is within themselves. It has nothing to do with you. So don't take it on as your fault, no matter what they say. Yelling, belittling, or abusing others, that's their desperate attempt to get some respect and release the pain that they feel. And that pain was likely inflicted in childhood, emotional, physical, verbal, or sexual pain. It wasn't inflicted by you. It's not about you. Number two, why you have to do things differently. Because you likely make excuses to avoid confronting the behavior of these folks. So you need to do your own internal work first. If you think or feel that those poor ways that someone is treating you is because you deserve it, wow, you've got some work to do. No one is allowed to treat you badly. Say that now. No one is allowed to treat me badly. So get yourself some relationship help. Work on the relationship with yourself and work on your self-esteem and self-confidence. Get some good communication, conflict management skills, negotiation skills. We can work together. Just go to fourrelationshiphelp.com. We'll find a way. Number three, why it is time to do something different. Because you're not a doormat. You have to set boundaries and maintain them. And if by chance you've been a doormat, it's time to stand up, brush yourself off and never place yourself in that position again. So do this in a positive way, demonstrating love, concern and empathy for them, but clearly explaining the specific behaviors that have to stop. So here's a note. You want to talk about the behavior that has to stop, not about the person. You want them to know that changing that behavior will get them more of what they want and less of what they don't want. So you have to set clear boundaries and limits along with the consequences and then maintain them no matter how difficult that is. Because when you don't maintain your boundaries, they don't believe they can trust you. I know they fight your boundaries, but it's true. When you don't maintain them, they don't believe they can trust you. Number four reason why you have to do things differently. Because their behaviors can be episodic, you need to be consistent. And being with these folks can be like a roller coaster ride. They can be loving and lovable and sorry when they're threatened by potential loss. And they can be equally mean and belligerent when they feel they're not getting the respect and attention they deserve. You know that. You have to be you living by your values, your beliefs, and your purposes all the time, not changing who you are to accommodate them or try to make them happy because you know nothing does, or try to make them like you more, and that's only going along with what they want, and that's no good either. So number five reason you have to do things differently, because you might think that offering negative feedback helps, you have to change this belief when dealing with these people. Negative feedback confirms how they feel about themselves and is made more real when you point it out. So it can scare and enrage them. And you need to be reducing and removing emotional threats. So you deal with specific behaviors, very tiny specific behaviors, and you share with them what they could replace them with that would help you feel more engaged and more positively responsive to them. 
And the last one, number six reason why you have to do things differently, because you can get caught in patterns of interaction. You need to be vigilant about curtailing your own enabling behaviors. What are those? Doing what somebody else wants us to do just to keep them happy, keep the peace, or join them in pretending there's no problem, which is commonly called denial. It means making or accepting excuses for poor behavior or accepting that it's someone else's fault that they behave the way they do. They love that one, right? Enablers have poor boundaries and they trust too easily. They have a poor sense of their own value. And more importantly, they seek validation of themselves through actions. And they think the dysfunctional person will like them better if they join them in their denial. No, no, no. And that's where difficult turns dangerous. If you don't do something, you're part of the problem. Say it again. If you don't do something, you are part of the problem. Potential for violence, I know it sounds harsh, but that's what it is. Say the wrong word, look at them sideways, question their behavior, suggest they may have a fault, be late with their dinner, talk back to them, want equality. All of these can unleash the potential for violence that pours out in torrents of accusations, demeaning comments, withholding affection, the silent treatment, or worse, physical or sexual abuse. So today I'm encouraging you step up and be part of the solution. Remember, sometimes it is only possible to love difficult and dangerous folks from a safe distance. And that's just smart and wise. So it's time to do something differently if you recognize that this behavior is slipping over from difficult to becoming dangerous. I'm always here for you. I know what you're going through. I've lived it. I have recovered. I have survived and I thrive. You can too. It's not easy. I'm not even going to pretend that it's easy, but we can walk through it together and I will be here for you. You can join my new members group on forrelationshiphelp.com. Just click on Focus on Forward. It's an absolutely safe forum where you can talk with me and ask your questions, talk with other people going through the same thing. And always you can visit the website for Relationship Help to find ways to work with me and to find other resources or visit my YouTube channel at, you guessed it, for Relationship Help. So take today's comments to heart, think about them, listen to it again, and I'll look forward to seeing you soon right here to get better tips about how to handle the hijackles in life. Talk soon. I'm so glad you spent this time with me today. I hope you heard something that touched your heart and empowered you to move forward. You can have the life and relationships that you most want, and that begins with you within you today. I'm always here for you. Life can get better, and you heard that from me, the Relationship Help Doctor. I'm Roberta Shaler, and I work with clients throughout the world through video conferencing. We can talk. So learn more at 4relationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, Relationship, H-E-L-P.com, or visit me on YouTube at 4 Relationship Help. Join me for next week's show.